What up, what up, what up? Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to First Period Prep. Uh, it's the end of the day, but we're going to call it First Period anyway. I'm Sam Tudor. I teach here in Montana with my brother Travis, teaching in California. Travis, it's September 15th, which for me meant it's payday, and that's the first paycheck I've had since June, which uh, meant a lengthy trip to Costco, and every teacher can relate to that. I feel like there's uh, two two times a year that you got to you get that paycheck anxiety and that one is June and the other one's September. This one was a little bit more stressful. <laughs> How, how's your week going? You know, just to, I, I teach, I taught in Arizona for 10 years and it was always a joke about how much of your first check went to supplies. <laughs> and then when I moved to California, it's kind of an unspoken agreement between the office staff and the teachers that you sign a requisition form and, really get whatever you ask for if you ask for it, you get it but you know that that door is left open quite frequently and yes, i've seen <laughs> yeah you're, you're stuck with those i i just bought uh, 180 uh 70 page spiral bound notebooks out of my own pocket and i'm not that's not i'm not i don't want sympathy but uh it was definitely like that i did that and then just today after school i went to costco like uh i was like the monopoly guy just throwing money around and i'm already kind of sweating october or whatever month comes after september and uh was september is it august no it's october right september right boy a couple of geniuses on the line right now how's the week going down there uh very well I'm, i'm enjoying things i've uh had a great week. The last two days, I was uh, coaching girls golf during the school day. So very strenuous. Um, <laughs> 115 degrees. Uh, the girls are tough. They tough it out. Proud of them. Uh, we only lost by 20 strokes yesterday. So we're, we're picking up steam. We're yeah, killing uh, it. Fair, fairways and greens, my friend. Fairways and greens. Just keep them on the, on the, on the straight now. So, uh, yeah, it's homecoming where I'm at. All right. Yeah, I mean, and I am not kidding. I attended the most amazing. It, it was actually a pretty transcendent experience watching the assembly today. I, I was just thinking earlier, like if we would have been doing something like this 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, we'd have been talking about uh, the administrations and all the and all the problems we're having with the administration and, and neither of us are really there right now are we i i'd like my administration not I at know. all not at all yeah, I, I, I know how brown knows where that sounds but it's, it's <laughs> but they you know put on this assembly and you just got the impression and anyone that was there knows this is true the kids were ready to play it was amazing um and, and yeah i know it probably you know there were there were some just amazing uh, kids crowding the floor, dancing, games. And it was just, I, you know, I know we're going through a tough time right now, but it was such a relief as a teacher to know that uh, we we were getting that back. And I can only hope that it, it continues to go that route. And, and, and I'm just thinking of you down there. We're going to have our, at? yeah, we're going to have our first school assembly uh, this next Thursday, I think the 24th, that might be right. 23rd. And it's going to be out. It'll be two different cool. assemblies and uh, students will be masked up. And, you know, I think they're really looking forward to it. There's going to be a band. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. And the girls go- is going to walk out 
to Thunderstruck by ACDC. And I think that will be well, the ultimate moment. That, that, that's the ultimate walkout sign. So you got Thunderstruck, Crazy Train. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it, right? I, that's, you got those two options. You go with one of them. Um, yeah, the, the assemblies and, and everything going on right now is just, it's, it's been fun to watch. And I hope you guys can enjoy that. Um, we'll see. The kids are definitely looking forward to it. Um, I, I do know several of the ASB kids and they're kind of sweating. Sure. Um, whether or not any fun is to be had, but I, I told them if you're getting the kids out of the classroom, they're going to have fun. That's the whole idea. Yeah. Is to give them an experience. <laughs> Give them an experience other than the classroom, which is the only experience they're getting this year. There's no, yeah, there's yeah. no gray area as far as you're in the classroom, you get to your next class. You know, there's no loitering this year at all. So, yeah, and and then it becomes a matter of like we're going to do curriculum and the relationships piece. You know, they, I I think that, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys uh, have a motto: uh, connections before curriculum. That what this year. Uh, yeah. yeah, our dis- district came out. Our uh, superintendent said we are going connections before curriculum, and I looked around and I think I was the only <laughs> one with just a giant smile on my face. I was like, "Hey, if you're trying to if you're trying to do me a favor, tell me it's connections before curriculum." Because, I mean, hey, that's that's real house right there. Yeah, and, and I think wait, you want me to like you want me to treat? <laughs> I mean. Before... <laughs> I, I can do that. Yeah. That's a part of my job. I, I didn't, it's not a problem. And, and, and sarcasm, you know, I know that's, we were talking about that last episode. <laughs> sarcasm is a value. Uh, it's a valuable tool for connecting. Sam, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did I just, I just lost <laughs> half of our five listeners. We only got two and a half listeners now, but I, I'm telling that's you, all right. is, I think it is. I, uh, I, I just had a girl today complain that she couldn't stand up while I was teaching. And I said something to the effect that uh, you just want to stand up so I can see you because you're so short. And it was, it was, a, it was, you know, I felt bad, but um, she, she laughed. And like you said, ap- last episode, I wouldn't say stuff like that. If, if uh, I didn't know her, you know, I had a, so. I, I had a kid sleeping in the front row today. All the sleepers. Listen. It takes a lot to sleep through me yelling in a class. He just put his head down for 30 seconds. And, I, you know, of course, I'm going to call on him after yeah, about yeah. 10, 15 <laughs> seconds. I'm looking and then here, here it comes. And he doesn't respond. So I go over there and accidentally kick his desk a little bit. And he doesn't respond. So he wakes. I, I you know, I wake him up. Hey, are you OK? Are you OK? He's like, and I'm like, no, no, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Put your head <laughs> back down. Put your head back down. And, you know, he would try and actually, like, pay attention. I'm like, what are you doing? Come on, get that beauty rest. Yeah. And, he, of course, he pays attention the rest of the period. <laughs> are, are we? Yeah, that's how it works. I don't know if you want to call it reverse psychology. It's how our how we were raised. It, it's always worked on me. And um, <laughs> if someone knows what you want and you're, and you're going about it the right way with a smile on your face, that's an important piece, they're going to respond. Absolutely. Um, are, are we talking about relationships today and, and between teacher and a student? Are I we... think that, uh, yes. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's what I had planned for today, actually. So I don't yeah, know who our audience it. is, but I can tell you why relationships are needed now more than ever. And I can tell you why 
people our age, uh, maybe 38, 40 and up, we enjoyed going to high school and why kids today don't. That's an easy, clear cut answer. And is that where you're going? Yeah. Can I, can you stick a pin in that for just one second? Yep, I had a thought, I can. Uh, which um, I was just thinking back to uh, the kid that's sleeping in class. So that, that's your go-to, right? You know, you, you call Absolutely. on them. And you, if I have a kid sleeping at the end of the class, which never happens, it, it, but if it were to happen, I always go back to when we were kids and you'd wake me up at Christmas, you know, because your Santa, because Santa came and you'd be like, wake up, Sam, it's Christmas. So I, I always tap the kid on the shoulder and I'll be like, wake up, Joe, it's Christmas. And they just, they wake <laughs> up and they, you swear you're looking at a six-year-old that's waking up on Christmas morning. <laughs> they, they really are thankful if that were to happen in my class. But uh, once again, yeah, Building Connections, talk to me about uh, people. Are, why do we like, in, why do we enjoy high school? I loved high school. Yeah, I do too, but I'm, I don't know why. to get there. Give me some Dale Sprout, Joan Rose, John Cheek. I mean, these people were all personalities, and they got to teach us what they wanted. You know, yeah. John Cheek taught me what he wanted. Joan Rose taught me what she wanted. You know, Kanska, they, they taught what the curriculum they wanted to teach that fit their personality as a teacher. They got to pick the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I don't think what I'm saying is is rocket science. I don't even think it's controversial. I think if you grab all the blue-collar teachers in the world, the 80% of them, that really are trying to do the right thing, maybe higher than that, they would all agree with what I'm about to say. And it's not a political statement. I want to make that clear. But when – it's really not. It's going to sound like – but George Bush <laughs> came out and he Uh-oh. said – And, you know, I remember thinking this and, you know, conversations with – you know, our father, I was like, he just made everything about testing with no child left behind. Yeah. Everything about testing. So these districts, uh, schools, states are now competing for funds to make sure no child is left behind. And all the common sense teachers in the nation are looking on uh, every single kid. Yeah. And yeah. We're, we're like, well, eventually you're going to have to test out at 100%. Kids going to have to be proficient. That's not going to happen. And we're looking 10 years down the road to the end of No Child Left Behind. And, you know, we're, that it can't happen. But we're getting all our money based on your test that year. So these teachers start. What would you do if you're an administrator? Guys, you are going to teach to this yeah. test. You are Man. not going to pick the curriculum. And there goes there goes the personalities. There goes a lot of the fun. They're not teaching what they want anymore. They're not acting the way they want. They're, and for a while, I don't know how it is in Montana, Sam, our test scores were published against and, other and teachers. It, 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 it makes it competitive, and, and you and I are both competitive people, but <laughs> when you get into a classroom, if you got 30 kids and you're just dealing with all different abilities, all different interests, um, and so you're, you're competing, and, the, and obviously the playing field is not level. Uh, yeah, for sure. No, it's I, not. I and, you know, and I honestly, I got... I got caught up in a little bit of that earlier in my career, which was you you wanted to set that standard and you wanted all your kids to hit that standard. And yeah. I think things are, are, you know, at least as far as my mind goes, I'm changing a lot. I have changed a lot. And like I said, it's, it's, it's not all about relationships for me. I think with you, I could probably say the, you know, it's probably all about relationships. And but you know what, I, I'm not going to be when I do when I do my anymore. best teaching. When I do my best teaching, it definitely is with the kid that I know and they know me. 
that trust that 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 we both exude in the classroom. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so hey, here's a question for you. Because standardized testing, became, hey, I'm going to prove to you it's not a political statement because okay, President Obama gets elected, and you know there's a lot of Same teachers thing. saying, "Hey, this is great." Now we got a president that understands; he's saying all the right things, and he, you know, we're like, "Okay, what's he going to do? He's going to get rid of no child." Wait, yeah. he says, and it's not no child left behind anymore. Now we are going to race to the top, and we're like. <laughs> Wait a second. It's the same, same thing. And you think you know, about you think it, about the title or the uh, No Child Left Behind, that whole legislation. If you just think about the title, it's absolutely brilliant, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't it, put it, it on it, the it president. It epitomizes everything teaching should be about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that so Obama comes and he doesn't want to just you know scrap that, but it was all about like for me anyway. Right. I, right. If you're a kid in college, you hear No Child Left Behind. Yeah, I want on board. I want to teach. I want to be a part of that. But what really comes of it, you know? And I think I think you're on to something it was there for genius <laughs> politics. Genius. But I'm not putting it on the presidents at all. No, politics. all the legislation I'm sure got all re- reelected on that. And another quick one to show you how much it isn't politics is Michelle Obama had one of the most brilliant ideas I'd ever ever heard. She was going to take on school food and make it just delicious yeah. she understood that that was an important part of the day and that a month before well if you want to do yeah. the research i mean it no, got that's, shot that's, down uh, because she had her pot she had her hands in some of the wrong people's pockets she was going to take yeah. money from them and she she got shot down believe it or not and, and, that, and we we see that my day. kids will eat cardboard and they will like it yeah we, and we, I even asked my kids who ate breakfast today, and usually it's like four or five kids. And you're, you're sitting there going, you got a whole day ahead of you. And a lot of it, honestly, they can't really afford it. And I had one of my best friends, one of my best friends, administrator, I said, what's the first thing you're going to take on? He's, he's school lunches, getting the kids fed. And think about that for a second. Dude. How are you supposed to – I can't – I mean, I make it about five minutes before I'm, I'm looking at something shiny just because I don't have food in my belly. you got to listen to, you know – teacher up the lecture on how important complex sentences are and you haven't eaten are you ready for this one well, a little i don't know topic. you yeah. know you're not we have a meal called taco in a box taco in Ooh. a bag it's tell a me bag it. of, bag of doritos bag it but bag of doritos and you know that awful school chili that's watery not good chili uh no i'm not familiar with the awful and school chili. the bag Doritos has a little sticker that says, dump your chili into the Doritos. That's the meal. Taco, taco in a what bag. If, what if the kid can't read? Do they just eat the, the chili by itself? It just. Who cares? They're getting taco in a bag uh, and, and they are going to enjoy. But that's a real meal. And, you know, we did have good lunches. We did. Um, you know, yeah, I think we did. You're talking back in the 90s, right? Oh, yeah. Good. I had a full so, on, yeah. full on pit subway. There was like yeah. the, the yeah. we had the lady with the hairnet and she'd say peas or carrots. <laughs> <laughs> but God damn, those peas were fresh and those carrots were fresh. Oh, and yeah. you'd dump it on the, and you had like the six tray. Yeah. Our kids aren't getting that right now. We're not getting that treatment. You know, sure. and listen, it, <laughs> okay, I'm going to get past it. My bad. I, we could do a show on the lunches and, and the, the just, unhealthy nature of the way kids eat at school um, as a matter of fact there is a school rule that i break and this whatever whatever we've reached the 
I've reached. I'm going to jump the shark here. No, I got. I got to. I want to jump in. I have. Uh, it was a while ago. It was about 12 years ago. I had a friend that uh, I'm just going to say, teacher, might have been kind of a hippie, but he organized an organic lunch for the students, and it was fresh, uh, locally fed grass, uh, lo- locally fed beef, uh, burgers. They had uh, local potatoes they'd made into French fries, uh, local produce that they made into Goodness. salad. And it was $5, and it was it was worth 10 if it was worth 5 I mean, just an amazing meal. And I remember asking him, why don't we do this every day? And he organized you no know, small school, but he organized it. And his response was, do you realize how much red tape I had to cut through to be the provider of lunch at this school? And it, you, you kind of touched on that with like – you know, she was kind of dabbling her finger in, in, in someone right. else's pockets. And that was, that was definitely like a, wow, we could be do something good for the kids. But, um, this is obviously there's, there's, you know, this, this fatted calf of education where someone's cashing in, uh, and, and feeding the kids for lack of a better, oh, yeah. what but, would you call it? A taco in a box? Well, we gotta be fair. No, it's not a taco. It's, you Doritos with hey, it's not a taco. It's Doritos with chili on it. Okay. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. <laughs> that's a that's a taco in a bag. No, nope. it's kind of like you no can't call it a taco. <laughs> yeah, it's and that chili's garbage. And hey, chili is not taco meat, by the way. I'm sorry, you're getting me fired up about school lunches. Oh, now. you're just being picky now. Hey, but back. Can we go back to relationship or, or no? Yeah, let's go back. So, I don't know if you remember why you be an English teacher. Mm-hmm. I. I do. I and it wasn't. It wasn't because it wasn't Dad because was, you were a good English student. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, you were terrible. I was always. I always knew grammar because if we say anything wrong, mom was like, "Yeah, that's right. true." You, I don't know if these names are going to mean a lot to you. I'm sure they will. But like John Sislow, Art Kruger, Wendell Rawlings. All these people were my dad's students, and they're coming home, and they're yeah, having dinner. They're house, and just for sure, coolest people in the world. You know, still family for day, and I'm, I'm like, you know, how do we, how do we know these? Well, they're dad's students, and he's bringing them home, and they're just the greatest kids, kids you know. And but that was awesome, especially you know, like Cislo. I'm yeah. like, he's definitely an older yeah. brother, and and I, I love that approach stuck with me like that's his job like cool my dad has a kitchen it was real i mean obviously substantive it wasn't it it was it went well beyond teacher student it was a person looking out for another person and you know and my best friend brian seen would probably credit our father for his career in education too because he saw that same stuff like you know my dad was active in his students' lives, well beyond a teacher, which takes sure. me to the point that, uh, and I'm going to tell you where I'm going, but I don't know if you ever remember dad saying he was well ahead of his time in a lot of ways, but he would tell us <laughs> a really tough couple years. You know, we should talk about my first couple years as a teacher. They were, <laughs> they were rough, including getting kicked, getting kicked out of a basketball game that I was coaching, and my principal was the referee if we got time. Oh. That's a, and mom and dad were watching. Not my finest moment, but Dad would always wait. Say, wait, wait, that, wait, that that really happened? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I was. Well, and yeah, the, no, it gets better. The principal's kids were my starting two point guards. 
Uh. And I'm I'm ripping him up and down. <laughs> He's like, one more word. You're kicked out. <laughs> and yeah, I said one more word. But that's it. young fiery. That's that young buck stuff that you yeah. need to get out of your system the first couple of years. That's when you're putting, you know, uh, Greek philosophers quotes on the board and having the kids recite them. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's stuff yeah. that it's, Oh gosh, you know, maybe this isn't a, a straight connection with the kids, but dad would tell us, you know, um, cause I told them one time I, I actually won some type of award. It, I don't, I have not won a lot of awards as a teacher. I'm not going to lie to you, but <laughs> I, I got like teacher of the month or something like that you know teachers in the school that rotates and he's like who voted on it i'm like well the my fellow teachers i guess he's like well it doesn't mean anything throw it away i'm like what (laughs) what he's like the only awards that mean anything are if the kids give it to you anything else is just trash it really is travis and i have seen that play out in my career so many times where yeah. the kids will gravitate and learn from the people that they trust. And, you know, the sure. probably the worst, oldest adage in, in education is they don't care know that yeah. you care. Well, I got to tell you, that's exactly what dad was saying. And, and it's it's true. You know, uh, you know, you talk about trophies, too. I have a box in, <laughs> in my classroom that no one looks in. No, no, it's it's where I put every gift card whatever it was that and those kids will definitely reward you and it's it's not in the form of a trophy uh they do it even if it's a senior that gives you a card to the you know tell them they're going to graduate or you know i've had kids everything from pictures you you know them and i just you know every year before i start school i actually go through that box and i remember all these names that i've had the pleasure of working with and i i just you brought back a lot of memories anyway talking about those guys and you know, you bring them to our house. And it, like you said, you mentioned some, all, you know, a bunch of those guys are educators now. And, and then there you have it. And it's because so of that. It's because of our father. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're sitting at about uh, 20 minutes here. And I just wanted to, uh, if it's okay with you, could I talk to our six listeners individual? And you can just, uh, it, you can listen to this too, Travis. You need to hear this. You ready for it? <laughs> listen, listen up, you six. I, I no, I I, I just want that includes you, Uncle Al. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Al is his own episode. Like there, that's that's another twenty minutes right there. Uh, So, I I we started this. uh, I guess I'll 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 backtrack. All last year was the toughest year for me to to be an educator, mostly because of all the obstacles put in the way of um, masks, social distancing, all the obstacles that were put in my way, and. Every about every other day, I'd call you and we'd have conversations just like this. And that's essentially what this podcast is. Uh, and it, I always felt better. And it was it was, in fact, this last what, last week, we decided to go ahead and just just put her out there and see what happened. And we had geez, we had so much interest and we haven't even really you know started putting it out there much now. And and, and I want to apologize for their production value. Uh, I, if, you, if you haven't if you haven't listened to episode one you could probably fast forward the first five minutes but you don't have to like it's you're you're just listening to me i sound like an 80 year old guy trying to figure out a cell phone you know um but we uh i just i've just 
we're unscripted, right? We're raw. Like this is raw. And this is the, stuff. and it, just to show how unscripted we are, this is the third 20 minute conversation we've had today. And none of this material is in the first oh, two yeah. conversations. And I, I'm almost a little bit sad about some of the conversations we've had that we didn't document, but I'm sure we'll <laughs> circle, ber- circle back at some point. Uh, but I just want to say that like we, uh, we had this interest in teachers or teachers wanted to be on, like want to be on the, the show. And I, um, I, I would always agree with that we'd love to have them. And we're even talking about maybe some students, but the teachers specifically wanted that anonymous ability to be anonymous on here. Uh, you any, any idea why that is? Well, absolutely. Um, retribution. Because <laughs> they're smart. Because they they're intelligent. They don't, they the don't want to hitch their way. Suit on him. Yeah, they, they don't want to hitch their star to this wagon. <laughs> hey uh i so this was this is wednesday i tell you what payday i'm in a good mood it sounds like things are going good down there for you but they are i think we should cut her off we'll we'll put this out there again and um keep cultivating that interest and and uh we would love to hear from anyone that's listening like what they'd like to hear us banter about and like i said we don't have a real set plan for anything and as in education, man, it's it's tough, and we're not trained for any of this. But I, I tell you what, I, you can say what you want. I think every educator's gotten through a tough year, hey, and we're, we got we got a couple more ahead of us. I I I got a ton that I would love to discuss. I just ideas because I know I went through I went through the beginning. Are you done? Are you done? Or give me? Can I have? Yeah, I think that this this will do. This is enough magic for one night. Let <laughs> let me finish it up real quick. I like Travis, wrap it up. Welcome to the rock. That was the best comment on yeah. the first one. You know, I went through the impetus for why connections are important more than ever. Relationships are more important than ever because they used to exist. And it has definitely become part of the teaching trade. The connections are no longer as important as the curriculum. And, you know, my district is definitely trying to get back to that. But, you know, speaking specifically to English teachers, because I do give math teachers a pass on a lot of what. Oh, geez. Yeah, I do. Uh, They have to get that student to a certain answer using a certain equation, showing certain work. And there's not a lot of room for leeway. But as an English teacher, you know, my job is to make sure they're in the creative side of their brain, the left side of their brain. And I think it's our job to allow young people to express themselves. And I have a theory and I'll, I'll leave it at this. If anybody's still there, I'll absolutely leave it at this. When we started NCLB and Race to the Top, I'm sure you're aware that that's vocational coaches came into existence, where teachers yeah. would leave the classroom to help the other teachers. I believe you may have even been one at one point. No, no. Yeah, I've, I've helped out with a couple. And at the two schools I've worked at, all the educational consultants were English teachers. They left the classroom. It wasn't a math teacher, not a history teacher, not a PE teacher. Uh, I've worked for like eight educational consultants that all, it was just English teachers leaving the classroom to help other teachers. And I have a theory about why that is. Why don't we talk about that next episode? Because to me, it's pretty clear why that is. You're going to leave us with a teaser. You're, you're teasing <laughs> the audience. Folks, tune in on Friday. Oh, and you're going to hear the exciting conclusion as to why English teachers are the coaches. I can't wait to hear about it. You know, I I really do. 
Hey, I'm gonna. I really do appreciate you chiming in about math teachers. I I always try to compliment, and those people are in the trenches, no doubt about it. So, oh. hey, man, have a good have a good rest of the week, and we'll talk to you here on Friday. Oh, cool. All right, man. Take it easy. You too. See you talk later. later. Bye.